Hey y'all. 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 Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Nowhere. Out of the Nowhere. Out of the Nowhere. Out of the Nowhere. Out of the Nowhere podcast where absolutely nothing really happens out of the nowhere. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome back. Or maybe I should be welcoming myself back. I don't know. I know I've been absent for a time. Believe me, I will explain. But welcome back to another episode of Out of the Nowhere, where absolutely nothing happens out of the nowhere, including me taking a two-month hiatus. (laughs) I hope everyone is doing great. I definitely miss talking to you all and figured, you know, it's June. Let's get it the fuck together. Let's get it the fuck together. So here I am, back better than ever, I believe. Um, and I'm ready to chat. Um, so today's episode, I wanted to discuss having the right people in your circle, but from a standpoint of sometimes things are seasonal and sometimes you have to pay attention to what's happening. And I think I'm going to, um, title this pay attention (laughs) because that's what I had to do. I had to pay attention. Um, and it reminds me of, what is it? I think it's the sister act, sister act two. Um, I'm not like, you better wake up and pay attention. But anyway, um, yeah, I needed to pay attention to what was going on, to what was around me, to who I was interacting with, to how I was interacting with them and really get a scope on the people and the things that I'm surrounding myself with and really recenter myself into myself, which has been the entire journey that I've been on. And I want to talk to you guys a little bit more about that. But first, you know, I have to come with some game changers and I have some new ones. Game changer. So I have two things. Um, One is something on television and another is something I've been doing for myself. So number one, I, so if you do not know anything about me, I am a sucker. And when I say sucker, like a real sucker for like a rom-com, cutesy love story type of thing. And one of my, like some of my favorite movies are J-Lo movies. And I know everyone has their thoughts about J-Lo, but I love J-Lo. I, I love J-Lo as an actress. I think they're all like little cutesy movies. I, the majority of them have a similar plot, but it's fine. Recently, and I don't know how recent it came out, but I happened to be browsing through, I believe it was Peacock. Um, and I'll make sure that I link that below if I'm incorrect. But I was browsing through and I saw that she was just in a new movie with Owen Wilson um, called Marry Me. And the premise of the movie is she's a superstar, meets this random dude. That's what they're telling you in the preview or whatever. So I'm not spoiling anything and says we should get married because she was like, I, I believe in the preview. They said that she was left at the altar or whatever it happened. But in any case, you know, marries this random guy from the crowd and their story. Cute. So cute. Love it. If you're ever in a mood, I know personally when I'm feeling like "Mm, I need to pick me up or I just want to have like a moment to myself, I will normally watch some type of rom-com or something. I get in moods for comedies, but for the most part, it's something like that. Like I love a good Made in Manhattan, The Wedding Planner. Those are my go-to movies. Or um, if we're going to go back to maybe like American Ashley will do It Takes Two or... (laughs) or the parent trap with Lindsay Lohan. Like those are my go-tos when it's like, I need something that's going to be feel good. That's going to make me feel good. That's what I do. 
So that movie, Marry Me with J-Lo. Very cute. Love it. It was cutesy. And then also... I was on TikTok, and obviously we know it's summertime. The legs, the body is about to be out. Scantily clad is the vibe. And I recently got one of those exfoliating mitts, like exfoliate, like shower exfoliating mix. Now I will say this one, I'm used to. I use a like a Korean washcloth kind of thing um, to shower anyway. It's like a, it looks like fishnet kind of thing. I will link that as well. But this, it takes it up a notch and it really helps with the, what is it? I was about to say a weird ass word, exfoliating your skin. (laughs) And I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. My skin is so smooth. It's so smooth. So anyway, I will link that below that mitt. I'll also link the washcloth that I use because it also is exfoliating, just not as much as this mitt. And that's what I've got for you guys. That's what I've been doing. A little self-care. I guess both of it's self-care. But a little self-care, a little entertainment. Pick your poison. So when I say, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, When I say pay attention to what's around you, to who's around you, to how you're interacting and how they're interacting with you, I really am thinking about a particular situation. So I have, I have really good friends. I will say, like, I love my friends. They're great. We've been, I've been building bonds that are different than any bonds I've ever had before. And I think it's fantastic. Recently, um, one of my close friends and I had a little bit of a falling out or just like a restructuring. And I'm going to call it a restructuring because a friend of mine reframed my mind on that because initially I was like, fuck it. We're not going to be friends no more. Fuck that. Because I've never, I've always, I'm an extremist in some ways. And I always feel as though if we have a falling out of sorts, or, you know, if we have a disagreement or an argument or whatever, if we're not about to resolve it, or there's nothing there to resolve and it's just like, that is what it is. Then normally for me, that would have resulted in a no longer being a friend with that person. Like we would just never speak again. And what I think the universe has been showing me recently is that it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be like that. I recently reconnected with a friend that I hadn't hung out with in almost two years at a friend's wedding. And it was Gucci. Like there was no problems. It was just like, oh, we don't hang out anymore, but that's cool. You know, living life. And for me, that was a proven testament in the flesh, in front of me to that, okay, it's fine. You know, we're still decent people. And like, there was a bond that was still there. The bond just may not be as strong. No big deal. And I know in the past that comes from, and I've talked about it in therapy, all the things, but it comes from the fact that I used to have a lot of friendship endings and then it would end in betrayal. So it'd be something where then that person would start running their mouth about everything I shared with them or, um, you know, but that's basically it. Or want to betray your trust. I want to tell everybody your deep, dark secrets. And to me, that was like, how dare you? You know, because I would never. Most things that anybody ever tells me, I just take to the grave. But in reframing that and even changing the way that I am, because obviously the people that you're with, that that could potentially be a reflection of you. So what? how was I reacting? How how was I acting? How, you know, I don't know. You know, it could have been anything. So I will say that personally, like I've evolved, become a more evolved individual growing up a bit. So you might say, and I think that with that, a reframe has happened, like a full on reframe. And my friend told me, um, honestly, like such wise words, but she was saying like, sometimes the way, like someone's role is not always consistent in your life. So, you know, that person might've been your closest friend at one point and then just be a friend later on. And that's okay. 
It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to sever. Nothing has to end, but they could just change roles. They could change levels of importance. Just like, you know, as you grow up, your parents become a different level of importance in your life as you start to grow and build your own family and whatever that looks like. And her saying that kind of had me sitting there like, oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I completely understand that. That makes sense. So I had had a interesting conversation with a friend and I will say it was interesting because I feel like it was more so indicative on the way that that person looked at me than I realized. And I hadn't really paid attention. And I think sometimes, you know, you love someone, you care for them, you are close to them and you kind of let certain things pass or you may, you know, try to like, I think, (laughs) can't even speak. I think that in most instances, I try to assume positive intent. So knowing that person, knowing that, you know, they say that they love and care for me and, you know, in the past this has happened or they've shown it in this way or whatever, I would look over some things. And that's always been me in a lot of things. Like I'm very idealistic, very, you know, I'm looking at it as, you know, in the best possible version, not as the way it may be. And that's something that's been a downfall that I've been trying to put into the forefront of my mind because you have to take things for the way they are. And I have no problem with taking people's personalities the way they are, taking their actions the way they are. But sometimes when it comes to me personally, the way that they treat me, I will romanticize things and think like, oh no, it's fine. Like they didn't mean it that way. But sometimes people do be mean and shit that way. And as a person that's extremely sensitive, you can't just be talking to me any old kind of way. And you can't just be saying things any old kind of way and letting people feel like they can. I've always backed myself into corners where... I was hurt and couldn't say anything because I'm sitting here thinking like, oh no, like they would never, I don't think they meant it that way. And even in relationships, and you know, I've talked to you guys about my relationships in the past, but like even in relationships, like, you know, making little snide remarks and shit, nigga, don't talk to me like that. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's me in my head. That's, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm like, no, like they say that they love me. And that was the operative word because I realized that anytime someone's like, oh, you know, like I love you and I care for you. I automatically am like, okay, well I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that their love and their care is coming the same way that I am. So if ever I were to say something that might hurt somebody's feelings, that was never my intent. And I don't think that's everybody else's intent. And I had to pay attention to what was happening there. I had to, I had to look at what was happening. I had to pay more attention to the way that I was feeling and not just assume that like, oh no, they don't mean it. And like one too many times things had been said and comments had been made that to me seemed very off base without any real understanding of what was happening. And I would just say like, oh no, it's fine. And in that moment we were having a conversation and I had let her know like, well, I I don't think that that was correct. And I think that that was, you know, no, like that, that actually wasn't what I was saying. That actually isn't what's happening. And immediately you get like the, oh, you know, like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, well, what are you sorry for? And, um, it was like, well, I'm sorry, you know, that I feel like that came out wrong or whatever. And I had a, I had a, I had a moment and I was like, okay, you know, maybe it did come out wrong. Totally fine. A okay. Then the actual thought or like my actual feeling came to the forefront and it was like, no, I definitely think that's how this person feels, which is also okay. Right? Like it's okay if somebody feels a certain way about you or whatever. That's their own perception. Cool. Great. Wonderful. But then the follow up to that, after I had expressed that like it was incorrect and it was kind of not, that didn't feel good or whatever, it was like, oh, well, you know, I just want you to know that like I love you very much. And it instantly like clicked into my head because anybody that I've ever allowed to continuously hurt my feelings always said, but you know, I love you. And that, you know, I'm just saying this because X, Y, Z, but in my mind and the way that I would like to be treated and the way that I treat others, I would never 
intentionally be saying things that I know are going to hurt your feelings or I would never continuously say things that hurt you or whatever in the vein of love. Never, ever. I would never say, oh, well, da, 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 but it's okay because I love you and I'm just looking out for you. No, that's not how you love somebody in my book. And that's not how I want to be loved. So I don't have to accept it. And that was what the thing, that was what I had to pay attention to. I don't like to be loved that way. So why on earth are you allowing it to persist? And when I tell you, it was hard. Um, honestly, like this being one of my close friends, like it, it was, it, it's been hard. No lie. It's been hard to look at my past relationships and be like, yeah, you talk about how much you love me, da, 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 but you still treat me like motherfucking shit. That's not how, that's not how we're rolling out here. That's, that's not how this is sitting with me. You go sit by yourself with that, but you're not coming over here with it. And even accepting that in family situations or whatever, like really empowering myself to stand up for myself in those moments, let people know like, mm -mm, that's not what we're doing. The same way that I do in work situations, the same way I do out in the streets, whatever, like with people that I love, because there's a softness that comes with me letting you in that I used to allow way too much. And I think I had to pay attention to the amount of softness that I allowed. And not to say that I can't be in my feminine energy, not to say that I can't be soft, but it was like, once somebody decides that they want to start acting a certain kind of way, or once you allow too much, you can't be upset because you allowed it and I can't allow it anymore. So I wanted to empower everybody to like really think about the stuff that bothers you, the things that happen and what we attach to certain meanings, certain words, certain feelings, because just someone makes, and not to say that everyone's always going to be exactly what you need all the time or that someone's always going to say exactly what you need to say all the time. But I think there's too much being let slide from time to time. And I think that's why I really wanted to empower myself to pay more attention to what's really happening and not be holding on to, oh, but you know, two years ago, they did this wonderful thing for me and it was just great. But right now, they're not being nice. Right now, they're not treating me the way that I want to be treated. And it's a little bit more consistent than I'd like to think. So I don't need to deal with it. I don't, I don't have to accept it. I don't have to allow that into my space. And it's okay if someone's role is shifting to a lesser one. Because at the end of the day, you are the main character in your story and everyone else is supporting. Whether they're in 10 scenes, one scene, what the fuck ever, they're still allowed to be there if you want them to, but they just don't have to be in every scene with you. They don't have to be on every set. They don't. And to me, and even having that reframe of mindset of like, you know, it's okay. Like we could still be cool, still check in, yada, yada. But I'm not going to allow that into my space every single day, knowing that I'm giving you a lot of access to me and my feelings. And like it, and it, and I internalize it because anybody that I allow to be close, I trust you. I, um, would hope and believe and I trust in the fact that you have my best interest at heart and to have that type of access to me and to have that type of influence on me I have to be selective with who I allow to influence the same way we have to be selective with who we choose on Instagram to follow because one two ten wrong followings can have you out here feeling self-conscious or feeling away or upset or really down on yourself and nobody wants to feel that way now I do think that from time to time like a good friend, a good close person to you should let you know if something is off or wrong or whatever. But I think there's a way in which to share information that not everyone is privy to. And I have no problem teaching you. That's actually it. Like if you got something to say, please share it, but don't come at me crazy. That's what I mean. Um, so yeah, I just want to empower everybody else to, to really like pay attention to what's going on around you. Really. Um, 
take note of what's actually going on and not what you're romanticizing. Because I know sometimes it's so easy to overlook things and, you know, we try not to harp on stuff or whatever. But I think even taking that approach of in the moment to say like, I don't really like the way that sounded or that kind of hurt my feelings. And I don't like the way you said it. Um, and not from a place of like, you know, someone was being critical someone was giving you some advice or some criticism that you didn't want to hear, but from a place of like, that just didn't sound like it came from a good place from you um, and being able to differentiate the two. So yeah, that's what I've got. That's my lesson to come back into the out of the nowhere sphere with you all with is to just pay attention, pay attention to what's happening around you with the people that you're interacting with, with the way that you're interacting with them as well, because that can be a moment when you need to step back from their story. Um, it goes both ways. So yeah, that's what I've got. I am going to let you all go. Why do I sound like I was just hanging up the phone with somebody? Get the fuck out, Caitlin. <laughs> I will see you guys on the internet somewhere. Bye. And when I say I'll see you on the internet somewhere, I mean, I will see you here on the internet next Thursday. Okay, bye. <laughs>